Let's get this party started. Am I starting? I have begun. We have begun. It is the beginning. It is the beginning of a, what is a short show today, guys, a short show. I have, um, I'd say I have a place to be. I do have another place to be, which is directly in front of uh, these computers in uh, just a moment. Uh, I have a uh, private function that I have to, uh, and I'm going to explain this all again as soon as I get up live here on Facebook. We're live on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, live on uh, YouTube, and now we are going live on Facebook Live, live on Facebook Live. And now we are live on Facebook Live. We are live everywhere. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all ages. You are watching Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I am Tony Visick. Today's show is brought to you by Dick's House of Condoms. Dick's, we got you covered. Okay, um, it's a short show today, and I was explaining this uh, right before we got on Facebook Live, but I'll, I'll do it again. Uh, I have a private event to do almost exactly like what I'm doing now, but for a particular group of people, so I have to be ready for that. So we're only going to about 2.15 today, and for that I apologize. Same thing tomorrow, private event tomorrow, Friday, back with uh, maybe an extended version of the show. Um, a lot of good things going on, a lot of bad things going on, a lot of crazy things going on. Uh, at the end of the day, oftentimes, all you find is all you can do is keep your own backyard clean. And maybe someone, one person will peer over the, fe peer over the fence and go, wow, he's got a clean backyard, i got to clean my backyard up. And some will pour, peer over the fence and go, look at that son of a bitch with his fancy backyard. Someone will try to copy your backyard, and someone will report you saying that you have improperly cleaned your backyard. Nonetheless, you cannot worry about any of them. All you can do is clean up your own backyard. We're keeping our backyard clean. Uh, I'm mad at my landscaper, uh, who has been my landscaper for only about 48 hours, because uh, he will not drive to go get me a Chinese pistache tree, which I want to put in my front yard. He cut down my tree and cleaned up my front yard really good. As I explained to someone, um, oftentimes people pull up to my house and go, what a nice house. And then they'd look at me and go, you, uh, you do your own yard work, don't you? Uh, so uh, about once every six months, I hire a professional to clean it up. And he did. And he cut down the tree that died. Whether I killed the tree or not, I don't know. But the tree died. And I told him I wanted a red pistache in my front yard. And he went to all the nurseries within, a, I don't know, 200 foot radius of the house. And then told me that he could not uh, get one. And uh, I talked to a nursery. So this weekend, I am driving to a nursery in Queen Creek, Arizona to get my red pistache tree. And want to look fine in my front yard. But um, the guy wouldn't drive. Uh, he goes, no, it's too far. It's too far. I can't go there. And I said, I'll pay for your gas. He goes, it's, it's too far. So the guy wouldn't go get my tree. Said he get my tree. Didn't get my tree. So right now, I'm treeless. I'm treeless tone. That's who I am. For the first time in the history of having uh, uh, Casa de Maricopa, I am treeless tone. But I'm going to remedy it myself. Will I hire someone else to plant the tree? Depends on if I want the tree to live or not. Anyway, like I said, uh, it's a short show today. Hey, uh, remember real quick, if you're in the uh, greater Gilbert area, Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, what's eating Gilbert, Arizona? Uh, there's some great shows there this weekend at JP's Comedy Club. JP'sComedyClub.com. Uh, I'm booking the headliners into there, and I have chosen some fantastic. We've got so many funny people. 
who live here in the uh, Valley of the Sun. So many funny people. One of the funniest, uh, Jay Penn, is uh, kicking off the weekend Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five shows, seven and nine. Safe social distancing, seating, wear a mask, have some fun. Okay, uh, we got that going on. I want to tell you about that. Like I said, a short show. So what I want to do today is get right to the music. Hello, Randy. Hello, Lofton. Hello, Brother Jer. Uh, uh, hello, Kevin Brown. Hello, my wife, Shirley. Hello, Tina and Mike. Hello, everybody who is watching now or will watch in the future. Uh, the show is built around three things. Your questions and comments on social media that I, uh, in real time, I try to comment on or answer your questions, uh, usually some knick-knack or doodad or autograph or mem- memorabilia or bobblehead, yes, bobblehead, that we have sitting here in the home office that we show you and try to weave a story around. We're also keeping you updates on Ray the Wonder Cat. We showed him yesterday uh, the cat that my wife found in a dumpster, not even a day old, still had his umbilical cord attached. She fished him out of the dumpster, and now he's alive, and uh, he's starting to knock around those little balls with bells in them that cats like so much so uh that's right a cat will knock around your balls i'd just like to point that out um and then we uh we uh we recommend two artists or two pieces of music based off our vast vinyl album and cd collection and what we're doing now what we decided to do is we're going back to we have got tons of cds that we could talk about but we want to honor the music that we really like and share it with you. Uh, and what we're doing now is we are actually putting up links. We were, we were recommending music, talking about the artists, and then saying, hey, go to YouTube and listen to them. But we want to make it a little uh, easier for you to do. So we are actually putting links up to the recommended songs. We recommend now two songs by the artists. So let's get right to that. Um, let's get to an unheralded great of the 60s, because uh, he did so much for music and uh, launched a careers as some really wonderful artists, too. And that is uh, Paul Butterfield. How cool is that album cover, man? If that doesn't say 1960 City, if that isn't what some of the type of things that uh, uh, influence uh, shows like movies like the Blues Brothers uh, and, and the Blues Brothers himself, but also influenced so many other blues players. Paul Butterfield formed the Paul Butterfield Blues Band in 1963, a white boy who loved the blues. Uh, in his band was uh, Mark uh, Naftalin, uh, an organ player who uh, went on to have a great session career, Sam Jay on drums, Jerome Arnold on bass, but get your uh, two guitar players. On rhythm guitar, Elvin Bishop. Elvin Bishop is a young, young, young boy. Uh... And you can see him here. Um, he's standing. Let's see if I can do this for you. Am I going to do it right? There. There. Later on, gaining incredible popularity with the Elvin Bishop group. Sounds like fooled around and fell in love, and I'm strutting my stuff. Elvin Bishop on rhythm guitar. Mike Bloomfield, one of my personal guitar heroes. On slide guitar, Mike Bloomfield went on to play on uh, many of Dylan's albums uh, and also uh, the Super Sessions. Just great, great stuff. Uh, side one, born in Chicago. Um, shake your money maker. Blues with a feeling. Thank you, Mr. Poobah. Got my mojo working. Got my 
Mojo working, mellow down easy, side two screaming, our love is drifting, mystery train. Last night, and look over yonder's walls. Now, a lot of these were great blues standards. And what bands like the Butterfield Blues Band were able to do was play the music that was only played on black radio stations or only played in clubs in black neighborhoods because African-Americans weren't allowed to uh, mix in uh, other neighborhoods and other clubs and bring it, bring it to the, uh, the masses, to white middle-class kids. And bands like Paul Butterfield had a lot to do, a lot to do with civil rights because much like Little Richard playing in an uh, auditorium or Chuck Berry playing in an auditorium where uh, black people had to be on one side and white people had to be on the other one, the music started, they just knocked down those ropes and all started dancing together. Butterfield brought this great, great, great African-American sound to uh, the white listening public and then also elevated those who uh, certainly deserve their due. Uh, he was a big, big, big uh, uh, lover of Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters was his mentor. Uh, he toured with Muddy Waters. Uh, Butterfield is not well known, even to people who were around in those days. Bloomfield is more well known, and he's not well known. Alvin Bishop, much more well known. But Butterfield really influenced so many kids who were getting together in garages to play rock and roll. And like little Walter, who we spoke about yesterday, Butterfield was a singer and harmonica player. And just a kick-ass harmonica player. And because of influences like Sonny Boy Williamson and, um, and little Walter, uh, he uh, became a great harmonica player and was able to use it as a lead instrument and play great melodies on it. We are going to recommend today, and we're going to put up the link to from the Paul Butterfield Blues Band album, which I believe came out in 1965. He was ahead of his time. Shake Your Money Maker. Butterfield was one of those guys who was just always just one beat off as far as incredible fame and fortune. Uh, they played at Woodstock. They played at Woodstock and did not make the album. I remember, matter of fact, I remember watching something with one of the directors and editors going, we saw it, we did it. He was at Monterey, Monterey Pop Festival, like the Grateful Dead, at the important places. But when the big show came, sometimes dipped it a little. But if you had a chance, as I understand it, from people who saw him, if you got to see him in a small club on an old street in the inner city in the 60s or 70s, you saw something. Like many great blues artists, he, died, he had a drug problem. He died of a drug overdose. They say accidental. Accidental drug overdose at the early, early, early age of 44. But if you love the blues, if you love rock and roll, if you want to know where it all came from, you're going to want to listen to Paul Butterfield and go, oh, that sounds like, that sounds like. I was talking with a, a little guy. Uh, he's a big guy now, Philip Hernandez, who um, is uh, my nephew uh, when he was little. And uh, we were watching, uh, we were watching Aerosmith on television. He was a little kid. And he goes, I like these guys. I like these Guns N' Roses guys. Because that's what happens a lot of times. You go back and listen to some of the originators, some of the progenators, and you go, oh, that sounds just like, yes, yes. Something that then comes along once again 10, 20 years later and is made new again. The next album we're going to talk about, and like I said, I got to go short today because I got to be someplace at 2.30. I apologize. But I'm going to get this music in. It's important. Check out this album cover. We've talked about them before. 
This is in the court of the Crimson King. Now, if you were a kid my age, like 12, 13 years old, this album came out in 1968, and you saw this at a record store, you went, I gotta have that. Look at that. That is a cool picture. But the music was absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. Uh, King Crimson was a prog rock band, although they often eschewed the label. Uh, that sort of progressive mixture of rock, symphony, jazz, and uh, uh, hallucinogenically influenced music it created a really unique sound. They uh, influenced bands like uh, Genesis to a great deal. Uh, the personnel on this band, this was their, um, this was their first album. Robert Fripp on guitar, who still is with them. Ian McDonald on keyboards. Michael Giles on drums. Uh, Peter Sinfield, words in illumination. I guess that means he was a lyricist. And Greg Lake on bass, who later on achieved incredible fame with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. But this album came out in 1968 and sounded so completely different from anything that was being played on... Certainly your FM radio, not played at all on AM radio, but if you listen to FM rock, the opening song, 21st Century Schizoid Man, made your hair stand up, not just on the back of your neck, but on the top of your head. Incredible, incredible music. Um, and you know what? Kind of, uh, kind of prescient, kind of prescient as far as uh, talking about a 21st Century Schizoid Man, because we are certainly schizoid now in the 20. First century recorded in 1968 if you want a window into this came out of england out of england which doesn't really have a big musical history you don't think of uh, a great music in england but you certainly did starting in the 60s and all the wild experimentation and influence and chances they were taken uh, all the way from eric clapton to king crimson to procol harem to the beatles to the rolling stones these guys took the road less traveled, and created a sound that no one's been able to replicate. And it kicked some hippie ass. So we are recommending King Crimson on their first album. Listen to the entire album, because uh, it closes with an incredible tune uh, in the court of the Crimson King. But we're going to recommend 21st Century Schizoid Man, because that will grab you. That'll grab you by the throat and pull you into the kitchen, man, and make you cook some biscuits. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now. I had the opportunity to see King Crimson when I was a young man in the early 70s. Uh, they had uh, Black Oak, Arkansas open for them. It was probably the strangest bill ever put together. Uh, Jim Dandy in Black Oak, Arkansas, who I loved, and King Crimson, and it was different. It was different. Okay, that's all I got time for today, you guys. But uh, check out the tunes. They're going to be put up here in the comments, and later on I'll put them in the... Uh, the opening remarks, but uh, if you remember that music and you loved it, go back and listen to it again. You know, now you don't have to go digging through your album collection and find it someplace. Maybe it's got scratches on it. We've got a YouTube link up for you right now. Listen to it. Remember how wonderful it made you feel. If it's new to you, listen with an open mind. Oh, yeah, and my brother Jerry put in also Dust. The band Dust uh, was uh, Dust, Black Oak, Arkansas, and King Crimson. I don't know who booked that gig. <laughs> but I would have fired that booker the next day. But it was a hell of a show. Uh, now you will just be able to go right to the comment sections, listen to the great blues of Paul Butterfield and the great prog rock 
of Robert Fripp and King Crimson. I'm back tomorrow with another short show, but I'm back. I ain't going nowhere. And you don't go anywhere either, unless you have to. And they wear a mask and a condom and a welding helmet and wrap yourself in saran wrap. You got it and wear sunglasses. All right? And take a motorboat because then nobody will even know. Uh, <coughs> all right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You've been watching Living on a Thin Line with Tony Vizic. I got to go. Bye-bye.